Welcome friends. We are your hosts, Sandy and Wade, baby best friends turned husband and wife and business partners. This podcast is for the dreamers, the movers and shakers, and those who seek to attract their dream life. Strap in, getting magnetic in three, two, one. Like attracts like. If you see it in your mind, you can hold it in your hand. You just decide what it's going to be, who you're going to be, how you're going to do it. And then from that point, the universe is going to get out your way. This moment in time, this is your time to rise. I am so excited about today's episode. A big thing that Wade and I are so passionate about sharing about is network marketing, is being your own boss, is having the freedom to be an entrepreneur, design your life, be the CEO of your own life, wake up every day and design your day, have the freedom to do what you want when you want to. And the way that we've found to do that is through network marketing. And so our interview today is with Janine Finney, who's the author of a book called The Flip Flop CEO. And she's incredible. And she specializes in talking about the space of network marketing. And she used to be a huge hater and someone that was very skeptic. And she had a complete change of heart. So her story is super cool. We really dove into some common misconceptions. I think you guys are really going to enjoy this episode. Enjoy. Welcome back to Getting Magnetic with Sandy and Wade. We are so excited for today's guest and today's topic, the flip-flop CEO herself, Janine Finney. We are going to have a conversation about network marketing, the business, one of the businesses that Sandy and I are in, a a business model that we've fallen in love in. And Janine and Sandy and I all have a similar mission as network marketing professionals. There's a difference and we'll get into that. But to empower and educate people on this business model and truly what it can do. But before... I do. I'd love to introduce Janine. Janine Finney spent the first 30 years of her career as a sales executive in corporate America. So Janine and I definitely have some some parallels there. And then at age 50, Janine began a new career that she never expected to pursue, network marketing. And when Janine's daughter, Lori, shared her desire to join a network marketing company after graduating from college, she quickly discovered her mom had a very different opinion about this type of business than she did. Their strongly opposing views and the battles that ensued are what inspired them to actually co-author a book called The Flip-Flop CEO, which has sold over 100,000 copies. Five years later, Janine wrote a sequel to their first book called Does the Shoe Fit? And then having been a skeptic herself, Janine is passionate about bringing clarity to the 21st century version of this business in a box model. She believes that many men and women are searching for the freedom and flexibility it provides, but don't recognize it because of the stigma surrounding this topic. So today, Janine has designed a lifestyle that gives her the freedom to plan her work around her life rather than her life around her work. She winters in Scottsdale to be near her two daughters, their husbands, and her five grandchildren and spends summers traveling in an RV with her husband, Doug. They're both avid fly fishermen. With that said, Janine, welcome to Getting Magnetic. We are so excited to to have this chat with you. Thank you. I am so excited to be here. We always love asking our guests who come on before we kind of dive into the subject today. Being that our podcast is called Getting Magnetic, can you share with us, like, what does Getting Magnetic mean to you? I always think about my daughter, Lori, as being magnetic. You know, I think of the law of attraction. I think of being that kind of sparkly person people are just drawn to is exactly how my daughter Lori is. So it's like magic. I love it. 
Oh, so good. So good. Okay. There's so much to unwrap in your story. And Sandy and I have gotten the privilege to get to know you better. We've read the flip flop CEO. We're actually doing a book club on it next month, which we're super excited about, but we'll get into that. I'm interested in hearing more like diving deeper into, okay, Lori, your daughter graduates college. And for me, like I graduate college and you kind of, you go to college and you get funneled into corporate America to an extent in society these days. Nothing wrong with that, but I think it is this natural movement into that without us even knowing it. But Lori was like, hold on, no, I'm going to check out this network marketing opportunity. She brought it to you and you're like, whoa, 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 no. So like, help us understand more that dynamic, where you were coming from and how you kind of shifted into writing the book and beyond. Yes. Well, first of all, Lori really is one of those people who does not fit the nine to five box. And I don't know if there's a lot of people like that out there. I don't know how I raised a daughter that turned out this way because she watched me go to work for 30 years in the dark and get home in the dark. But I learned after she graduated from college that what she would do is pick out all the fun things that she wanted to do during the year and plan those things first and then plan her classes around the fun things. So, I mean, she has it right. And so when she graduated, she thought life would be the same way, that she could plan all of her fun things and then plan her work around her life. And she quickly realized after she was working at her first job for two weeks, her friends were going on a trip. And Lori said, I want to take off a week. Her boss said, you've only been here two weeks. You haven't earned it. And Lori said, well, you don't have to pay me. That's okay. But I just really, I need to take off. Very naive about work somehow. I'm not sure how. But she could not stand going to work. It was actually her older sister that told her about a meeting that was happening. And the way the person described the business, it sounded just like Lori. It was free and flexible and you could make as much money as you wanted to make and do it on your own terms. So she went to this meeting and network marketing. And she thought for sure I had never heard of it because she thought I would have told her. And she thought she was highly qualified because she had a degree in marketing and I just was like, oh my gosh, run as far away from that as you can. You don't want anything to do with it. It is not what you think it is. Everyone is, you know, just kind of painting a very unrealistic picture. I was basing that off of an experience I had had 30 plus years ago. And I really think that there are a lot of people my age that are baby boomers that experience that bait and switch scenario where they were actually, I was actually lied to. It was such a turnoff that I just thought I will never have anything to do with this kind of business or these people. Lori, though, absolutely thought it was brilliant. And I saw a description recently that you did, Wade, on Facebook about, you know, if you could apply for this job and you and you kind of listed all of the qualifications and all of the things about the job. It's so true. I mean, it sounds wonderful. And the truth is, it is wonderful, but it requires someone to be open. And I think we are naturally inclined to believe that if something sounds too good to be true, it is. This is such a rare exception. That's why I have become so passionate about educating people. Once I joined Lori, once I saw the light, if you will, and I joined Lori, jumped in with both feet together side by side. Lori had actually been in the business for a year She was not very successful because she ran into a lot of people that had the same opinion I did. 
once I got in with her and we, we really were just so excited to share this with everyone. And we did very well, very quickly, but I kept running into the same objections and I just felt like somebody's got to stop and face these, these objections and, and bring clarity to this topic because it almost feels like the professional network marketing is bullied by people and it isn't right. And so we decided that we needed to write a book. We really didn't want to write a book, but we felt like there needed to be a sassy girlfriend to girlfriend style, a little bit in your face book that sets the record straight. That's how the book came to be. Wow. Props to you for standing up to the bullies like that is, you know, getting to know Janine better and her mission is like, it's standing up to that. It's breaking through generations of you know, what we find most is people who might be like, let's say a hater of the network marketing business model. It's not the model. It's not a certain company. It's like their experience with someone who maybe is doing it wrong. And I think there's definitely a distinction, you know, Sandy and I being over two years in almost three years in now between a network marketing professional and someone who just joins network marketing, maybe thinking like this is their lottery ticket, like, oh, here, here's my big opportunity. But it's typically what the resistance is from past experience. And it might be meeting with someone who didn't do it right, who totally surprised you and is like, hey, come on over for some wine. And all of a sudden, boom, there's products and there's a business pitch and there's everything. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You're getting me into one of these things. Sandy, do you have any any thoughts on that? I think too, you just said there's a difference between professional and a person that just dives in. I want to stress anyone can become a professional. Like Mm -hmm. we didn't join as network marketing professionals. We had no idea what we were doing. We've become professionals along the way. And I think it's empowering to know that anyone has that same opportunity. And I love Janine that you had an open mind and an open heart and totally had a switch because I actually as well had a pretty negative mindset about network marketing just because I'd seen so many people do it wrong. I felt like I had dear friends that our friendships started getting weird or they'd only talk to me like at the end of the month when they were trying to, you know, rush some sales through their funnel and um, maybe once or twice I'd support them. And then next thing you know, I'm on an auto shipment getting products I don't want when I first had a great experience with products and was like, wow, I understand why people do this. I was super scared of what people would think of me because I'm like, wow, what if people have that same, like kind of aggressive, like no, thank you, hard, no attitude that I had. And I really think that the most expensive thing you can have is a closed mind. And so I think it's, it's really cool that we've both made a complete turnaround and that you even took it to another level and are now educating people on it. You wrote a book about it. You even have a podcast called MLM. You decide that Wade and I have been guests on. Then I love listening to your podcast. You've had some great guests on there that really educate. I listened to one actually about like compensation plans the different compensation plans. I was like, wow, like I love that you bring so much light to just the network marketing space and how it really is a profession um, if it's treated that way. And beyond that, a reoccurring theme on getting magnetic. Sandy brings us up all the time in our life on the podcast, everything, but how your mess can become your message. And what I see in Janine is like her, not necessarily mess, but her pain point, her, oh my gosh, no, I'm running as far away from that industry and that business model as I can. Then someone close to her, her daughter, 
gets involved in it and starts to, they start to have open-minded conversations about it. And over time, her mess, her heck no becomes her message like, whoa, I need to empower people who are like me. I need to educate on the model. So I give you so much props, Janine. We are here. We're crusaders on that same mission as you. I love that your platform is all about that. I want to go into network marketing myths or common questions or misconceptions because you there's no one better than you to answer these. The first one being network marketing, like MLM, multi-level marketing, isn't that, you know, a pyramid scheme isn't, oh my gosh, you're getting into one of those things. What do you say to that? Or how do we talk about that? How do we think about that? That was one of my objections. I really did think it was a pyramid scheme. And, I, and what I meant by that, I think really the first thing to do when somebody says that is ask them exactly what they mean, or, you know, it sounds like you've had some kind of bad experience. Tell me more about that. But really, for me, what that meant was that I thought the person that sponsored my daughter kept wanting to talk to me. And I, well, of course, she wants to talk to me. She wants me to join. And then Lori and I will do all the work and she'll sit, um, sit there and you know watch us and make all the money. And I think a lot of people think that it has to do with timing and when you get when you join and your position and all of those kinds of things. And that's really what I thought. And what really was a surprise to me is when I learned that you can pass your sponsor, that this is really much more like a little, an individual franchise. And every single person has the same opportunity as next. So somebody that started 30 years ago or three years ago or today, we all have the same opportunity. It's a matter of what we do with it. And so if I work harder or smarter than my sponsor, then I'm going to surpass my sponsor in the amount of money that I earn. So it's really the most fair means of compensation, I believe, out there. I think it's really understanding more what that means. I think a lot of people say that because they hear people say that, but they don't even really know what it means. But I really did have a picture of that in my mind. And to circle back to what you were saying, I think the reason I am such a crusader is that I understand skeptics. I understand where they are. I understand what it's like to be trying to protect your loved one. You know, I was trying to protect Lori from the bad guys. <laughs> the challenge is that there's so much negative information out there that becomes really, really important for us to do our own due diligence. And it's kind of hard to do that because in, in real life, normally if we're going to check something out, we Google it, Google a subject and, and, you know, we kind of rely on the information that we get. This is a topic that that does not work there. It seems to me that there are people out there that have nothing better to do than spend their time putting this profession down. <laughs> really requires discernment and doing a lot more research to really get to the truth. And that's why we wrote our books. I so love good. it. So speaking of network marketing, I just want to quickly interrupt and share if you are not already using the 90 day habits journal, what are you doing? You can go to 90 dayhabitsjournalcom and get your own copy. This is an incredible sidekick. Think of it as a tool, a workbook that you can use. It breaks it down in 60 minutes a day to building your network marketing business. This is also great for sales professionals, for anyone really 
in the type of business where you're building relationships, it breaks your 60 minutes of daily focus. It's easy to highlight like the negativity around the MLM haters or whatever, but I've had to take a step back sometimes and be like, you know what? There's haters in every industry. And there's also like, there's going to be negative people no matter where you go. And I think too, like, um, the reason that happens is in any profession, there's people that do things like beautifully and professionally. And there's people that do things like not so great. Like we've all know an incredible real estate agent that knows exactly what they're doing and will go above and beyond and can, you know, dictate what's like, knows what's going to happen before it happens. And then we all know real estate agents that you're like, you literally are just showing up like to show me this house, but you really don't, you're not doing any extra like, you know, and so I think the same is with network marketing. Like there's going to be people that go above and beyond and treat it right like a profession and always um, lead with service. And then there's going to be ones that are just trying to sling product and make extra money. And the ones that are just trying to sling product can totally like damper the reputation for the rest of us that really do, you know, treat this like a business. So yeah, I just wanted to touch on that. I love that question. I love that conversation of isn't this a pyramid scheme for a few reasons. One, my background is in business and I have come to study, learn, work in and understand a lot of different business models. So when I approached this industry, actually, unlike you two, I didn't have any negative connotation. I looked at it like, let me look at this business model with my business brain. And it was beautiful to me. It was amazing. And I didn't have any stories or back stories or any exposure to it really. What I've also found is I now being, you know, a network marketing professional, I ask a lot of people, of successful people that I know, let's just use millionaires as successful people. Typically when I meet them, I'll ask them, what do you think about the network marketing business model? Guess what? Highly successful people in business, most uh, more often than not, are like, it's a brilliant business model, or I think it's a great way for someone to get into entrepreneurship with a very low barrier to entry and learn the skills of the people skills, sales, marketing, team building, all those things, recognition, all the things, self-development. They, they look at the model as a genius business model for the person, for personal growth. But also from for distribution, they, like companies these days, Amazon, all the big brands love the network marketing business model. We just don't see it and think of it that way. They use influencers. They use people to get into different networks. And when the pyramid scheme question is brought up, I'm like, okay, let's break that down. Let's break down pyramid and scheme. What's a pyramid? Well, the Egyptians proved it. The pyramids are one of the strongest structures known to mankind. And if you look at organizations, the, the military is a pyramid. Corporations are a pyramid. And they're that way for a reason because the base, the foundation needs to be foundational strength. And it goes up to the top. What Janine mentioned, what, what makes a network marketing business model different is you're never going to pass the CEO. When you get into a sales job and you're doing software sales and you're entry level and you're dialing for dollars and you're doing 175 cold calls a day, it's the same business model. It's just different. They're giving you security. They're saying, hey, here's a little bit of salary. You'll work off commission. You got to be here. You got to do this many calls. Guess who's getting rich? The owners, the CEO, everyone. So there's, and then there's all the middle levels of management that you eventually move up. You're not going to pass the CEO. You're not going to out earn the CEO. In network marketing, 
there's not one CEO. There's, there's anyone can make it to the top level if they're willing to put the work in. And Sandy and I have experienced, we've been passed from people who've started after us in our organization. We out earn people above us in our organization and everything in between. It's really... A, and we've had people in our success line out earn us. Out earn us. Yeah. It's yeah. really an efforts-based business. It's an equal opportunity business. So the word pyramid, there's a lot of strength in that. The word scheme is the negative connotation. When you think of a scheme, someone's scheming behind the scenes, wheeling and dealing trying to get a win-lose opportunity. I'm going to win and you lose. And what I think a lot of the negative connotation comes from is like back in the day, the network marketing business model was unregulated. It was the wild, wild west. There was good people joining and doing really good things in the world. There was sleazy people joining. And it's, just, it's a business model that will, because anyone can get in if you're older than 18, it'll just expose your character, whether good or bad. And now the FTC, all these regulatory agents and environments, one, it's been around 100 years. It's here to stay. It's growing every year in popularity. But they are work with the network market, the direct selling association, be like, let's make sure this is clean, organic. And this is like the best. This is such a good business model. Let's make sure everyone's doing it the right way. Let's try and remove the bad seeds. And so that is what's so cool. I'm, I'm really excited about the future of it because I think it's a business model of the present, but also the future. One thing that that brings up for me, H&E, is that with most professions where you have the opportunity to, to earn this kind of income, there is a huge barrier to entry. You have to get a degree. You have to have experience. You know, there's, there's all kinds of criteria. This is, you know, this is a different situation. There is no barrier to entry. If you have a social security number and you're breathing, you join a network marketing company. Therefore, those sleazy people still make their way into network marketing, but we bring into it who we are. And, you know, that differentiates between those people that do it in a sleazy way versus those that treat it more professionally. I love it. I love that. One more thing I always think of with like a pyramid scheme, because that used to be one of my words that I would use too, before I was educated. I had this concept that you that the upline or the people like above me got paid off of me signing up. And that doesn't happen. We don't get paid for people signing up and joining our teams. We get paid in the exchange of product. It's a completely legitimate business model. It's just a different distribution method. I think, you know, Ponzi scheme, pyramid scheme, like these words come from, it would be like, okay, give me a thousand dollars or $10,000. There was no actual exchange of product. And mm. it was like, I promise you're going to become a millionaire. And all these people were throwing thousands and thousands of dollars at these things that weren't legit. And there was no actual product. And that is like something of the past, you know? And when someone is aggressive, it's very rare that it happens. But if someone aggressively says something to me, like, oh my gosh, I can't believe you're one time someone said to me, I thought you were smarter than that. <laughs> Um, to do to join one of those. And I kind of got like a little bit defensive. And I'm like, I want to educate you because I am a smart person. And I would never put my reputation on the line or like, join something or lock arms with something that I didn't wholeheartedly believe in and that my husband and I didn't do full blown research on. So I want to know where this comes from. Like, tell me about your experience, because I can tell you've been burned before. Because the thing is, the haters are usually someone like, like you said, someone that got like tricked into something or like accidentally got sucked into an event or something <laughs> that they weren't, they weren't being transparent. Or had a bunch about. of inventory in their garage for a while, which is such an outdated yes. 
yes. piece of the model. Or, and this will lead us to our next question. It's someone that tried network marketing and two months later, they're not doing it. So they think it doesn't work. Right. But it's like great things take time. Right. And I think so many times I see people join network marketing and they burn out. Like they think this is a get rich quick thing. <laughs> and it's like, no, you need to treat this like a business. You need to become a student of network marketing. And so with that said, I would love to transition into asking, why do you think there's this belief that most people don't make it? Most people aren't successful in network marketing. Where do you think that comes from? A lot of places. One thing that really I, I get really upset about is that even the media continues to perpetuate that myth. I mean, I will be reading an article about a network marketing company that sounds really great. And I'll get to the bottom, to the end of the article, and it'll say, but only a few people actually earn any money. And so as long as that continues to happen, trusted resources are perpetuating the stigma. It, the, on the news, there'll be different, you know, occasionally somebody talking about network marketing and all those entities continue to perpetuate the stigma. I think really what happens a lot, as you said, people underestimate what they can earn in three to five years and way overestimate what they think they can earn in a year. People treat a lottery ticket. And I think the biggest problem is that people join this business many times are brought in kind of through the back door by their friend who, who maybe just got into the network marketing company themselves. It's the blind leading the blind. There is an upline that someone could go to and actually get help if they wanted to, but people don't respect it. People don't understand network marketing when they join. And so they really don't treat it like the legitimate business that it is. I mean, it makes so much more sense than any of the other options, in my opinion, out there. If you think about people of mortgaging their home to buy a franchise, that's accepted by our society. And until we change our society's view of this business, we're going to just keep dealing with being bullied. And why I am so passionate about some, you know, I, I feel like we have to lock arms as marketers and really come together from all the different companies and enlighten the people around us. Because if we continue to let those misconceptions be out there and accept that, then is going to change. I don't think that the level of failure is not any higher in network marketing than it is in any other profession people that get their real estate license and few people actually ever use that real estate license or anything else. It's just that, that people have inaccurate expectations when they get into network marketing because they don't understand what to do with what they're holding, in my opinion. Oh, I really, so good. I so agree with that. And I think like with anything, so many people get married and they end up getting divorced because it was just hard, right? Or people start college and they drop out or they get a gym membership and they have New Year's resolutions. And by February 1st, they are no longer at the gym. Like it's literally human nature. And I have learned so much about people in this business. And I've learned that it's not specific to network marketing. It's literally across the board. Most people want the shiny things and they say they're going to do things and they don't follow through. That's just like how 
it's exactly what you said. I think most people overestimate what can be done in a short amount of time, but underestimate what can be done in, in over the course of years. And so I think the key is to have a long-term vision and is to really visualize and believe for and know that if you trust the process, if you're consistent, if you do the work, if you treat this like a business, if you plug in, if you do a little bit every day, this isn't nine hours a day, right? Like I, I tell teammates, I'm like, if you can work an hour a day on your business every single day, right? You're always doing that. That is going to compound and build such strong habits. But what I see people doing is going all in and they'll spend five hours and they'll do all these reach outs or all this stuff. And then they're burnt out and they don't do anything for three weeks. And they're like, oh, I'm just not where I want to be. I'm like, that's not how this works. Right. I heard someone once um, share it in a way of saying, think of your network marketing business as your baby that needs to be like fed. Right. And you would never go a day without feeding your baby. Like, Oh my gosh, I need to, I need to get them breakfast or like, I really need to feed them lunch. And Oh my God, the day got away from me. The phone was ringing. I'll get to them. Dinner. <laughs> oh my God. I never got to it. Maybe I'll feed them tomorrow. Like, no, you I'll don't just feed do them that. double tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You can't do that. And so I think if you think have come, if people come from it, from that mentality and know, like, it's just a little bit every day and it's figuring out how to organically weave it into my lifestyle and have it be authentic to the way that I live and the way that I show up, it doesn't feel like work, but it is like a mental shift, I think. And your book has been such a big help to us. It's actually something we have all of our new consultants read. There's four books we always tell new consultants to read. It's your book, The Flip Flop CEO. It's Richard Bliss Brooks' book, The Four Year Career. It's Rumi Newstead's book, Get Over Your Damn Self. And it's Eric Worre's GoPro. And those were the four first books I read when I started my network marketing business. When I came from like, this is a pyramid scheme. I don't know mm -hmm. if this will work mentality to like a few months later, like absolutely thriving and my business was taking off. And I really think reading those books and having a core fundamental understanding and confidence about how to speak about this industry was a game changer, but most people won't do it. They're like, I have to read a book. Oh my God. No, I just want to start making money. It's like, no, you need, you need to treat this like a business. I love exactly. it. To drive both of your points home in just the way I think about it is I heard Ginny, and I think I heard you say this on another podcast interview, but it was, you can work this business part-time and we'll get into the timing aspect of it, but you can't work it part of the time. So just like here and there, and it's like in getting into the analogy, I love the analogy of the gym because the success rate in network marketing is the success rate of humankind in any endeavor they go to do real estate, fitness, anything, corporate America, whatever it is, what percent of people get become CEOs, you know? And so it's the same success rate when you go to the gym. Okay. You now have the gym membership. When you start a network marketing business, okay. You now have a business, but how do you be that person in the gym where, you know, you got the six pack or whatever. And you're like, wow, that person is super fit. Gosh, you got to put in the work, you got to put in the effort and you got to do that consistently. You don't like, all right, I'm gonna work out for three months. I'm gonna see how it goes. Hopefully I'll have a six pack in three months and then I'll just let that ride for the rest of my life. No, it's showing up for you and your business, like feeding your baby. Like you work this, you can work it part-time. It's honestly not a full-time gig. It's very hard to make network marketing a nine to five work day. And like Janine says and empowers, you build it around your lifestyle, which is beautiful. I want to touch on one more misconception, I would say. And then I want to focus on like the positive, right? The like, wow, what can this do? What like Janine keeps talking about, people don't understand the power of this. So I want to almost end with 
what is the power of it? But a lot of people think, okay, a lot, we hear a lot of streams of income, you know, millionaire has seven streams. Like I want some side hustles, but when they get, you know, introduced to a network marketing opportunity, they're like, oh, I don't have time for that. What would you say to those people who believe they don't have time for, you know, an opportunity? You know, I, I think the challenge is that it, this is a delayed gratification business. And I think we've been taught by, by our society um, to work for a paycheck, to trade time for a paycheck. Um, one book, as you were talking about books that really changed my life is Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Um, mm-hmm. Robert Kiyosaki and Sharon Lecter. It really talks about the four quadrants of earning an income, and it talks about being an employee or being a small business owner, self-employed. Both of those are what are respected in our society. That's what we're taught to do. But the truth is that you have to show up. Those are trading time for a paycheck. Even if you have a a small business, even if you earn a lot per hour, if you still have to show up, you're never going to have freedom. Freedom is having both time and money. People have a lot of time, but they don't have money or a lot of money to enjoy it. So this business gives the opportunity to work really hard for a short time so that we don't have to work hard for a long time. And so I think it's learning. Um, and as far as being respected, you know, it, that, that book and those four quadrants are what really taught me that network marketing is respected. It gives you the opportunity to go over to that other side of the four quadrants where you can earn on income. And really the only way we are aware of most of us to do that is to be like some big business owner, some person like Bill Gates or Oprah or someone, you know, has has done something once and now they have a lot of money coming in from that. Or you can invest and you can invest in, in different things and have money that comes in from the investments. But that takes money to start with. So when I read in Rich Dad, Poor Dad and the Business School for People Who Like Helping People is another one that's really good of their books. Network marketing really falls into that big category. I was really impressed because it gives the average person the opportunity to create an ongoing income stream. That is amazing. And when you really get what that means, the difference between showing up and earning versus doing something one time and getting paid for it over and over again, there's no comparison. I can imagine going back to a situation where you're, you're only paid for showing up. I think if people understand it, they would realize they can't not do this. They don't have they have the freedom to say they don't have time because this it's really making hay while the sun is shining. It's doing it while you can and creating ongoing income. I like to say for baby boomers, it's kind of like a sweat equity retirement plan for mm. people who didn't create that retirement plan when it was when they were supposed to in their lives. So I love that. I think, yeah, when it comes to time, right? Like if we don't have time, what's going to change? Like for things to change, we have to make a change. We have to create time in our life, in our society, especially in America. We wear busyness like a badge of honor. It's not like, don't mistake movement for achievement, for progress. Like, are you progressing towards the life that you want? 
what I realized, this resonates hard with me because when Sandy, I joined Sandy six months after she started a business, when she first started her network marketing business, we were a few months from getting married. She was working full-time in real estate. I was working full-time in finance. We didn't quote unquote have time for an, an entrepreneurship side hustle, but she created the time. And then she created time for herself by, you know, her story isn't typical, but she put in the work. She was willing to bet on herself. Her work ethic isn't typical. And she was able to walk away from real estate and focus on her network marketing more. And ultimately, she kept asking me, like, when are you going to join me? This, you'd be amazing at this. We can do this together. I did. But I was doing it for over, almost a year after hours, after a full-time finance, very demanding finance job. So I didn't have time either, but I looked at my life like, I don't have time now. I don't have freedom over my time. Someone tells me when I have to work, when, how much vacation I get for the next you know, 40 years until I quote unquote retire. The concept of retirement was like, I'm excited to end my work life because I'm, I do not like what I do. I thought of the network marketing opportunity as like, this is an opportunity to create time, to create time in my life, to have freedom over my life, control, be the CEO of my life. And now here we are pregnant, expecting in November, 2021. And I, I now look at my life. I was able to walk away from finance and Sandy and I do this together. We now have time to start a family and be home with our family and build our business there around our lifestyle and travel and build our business while we're traveling and everything in between. So I now have this abundance of time, but it's what I do with that time that matters. And that, and that's what important, what's important. So I love that question. Okay, segueing in, we'll, we'll wrap it up here. Let's focus on the true power of network marketing. And we've kind of shown some light on this, but if someone's like thinking about starting, how do they think about it? And how did they think about becoming successful in network marketing? Our second book, Does the Shoe Fit, is the guide to help you decide. And we wrote that because there wasn't anything out there for somebody coming just blind into network marketing, coming from the world of nine to fives into network marketing. They are two different worlds. So you really need to understand them in order to be successful. Because again, if you're trading, if you're time for money, working for delayed gratification is different. Again, if going back to the gym analogy, if you expected to get in shape one time, you would have, you'd be sorely disappointed. So you have to have the right expectations. And a lot of people want to know, gosh, I've always been a nurse or a teacher or an attorney. How do I know if I would be qualified for network marketing? Because we're used to coming to a job with a resume and our resume determines whether we're a good fit for a job. That book is designed to help someone compare their resume, compare their history to what network marketing involves so they can decide realistically, going to be a good fit for me. Because if you're a person who naturally loves to share things that, you know, you find out about some great restaurant or a great movie, you just can't wait to tell your friends, then you are going to be a great candidate for, for doing this. Who never wants to tell anybody anything maybe it might not feel as natural and authentic to this business. So there are just a lot of different parts of it that are important. I think you have to be disciplined. I, have, I think you have to be that person that you can do the business part-time, but you can't do the business some of the time. You've got to be able to be disciplined and consistent. What that book does is really talks about 
assessing what your goals are because there, there's a lot of different network marketing companies out there. There's so many choices and some of them are geared more towards direct sales, which is kind of right now money, I say. So if it's selling something like, you know, some of the companies have a product that you are selling that is not reused over and over again, that's going to be different than developing a network of consumers that are going to be using something that they reuse over and over again. You're going to end up with two different results depending upon the kind of company that you join as well. So what we do in that book, and I just, I, I do recommend just educating yourself, understanding what you're getting involved in and make sure that it's a good fit for you and make sure that you're ready to commit and if you do that, you're going to have amazing results because I think people that understand this business model and come into it treating it seriously are successful. If your goals are to earn a significant income and freedom, this is the place to be. So it has just so much you and what you know coming into it, being matched with the right company that results that you want to create, doing something that you can share absolutely authentically so that you don't ever have to be someone that doesn't seem excited about what you're involved with. Oh, I love it. I feel like Sandy and I could, all three of us could go on for hours on what it looks like to be successful. And it's pretty simple. It's, it's success principles along any industry, anything in life. But I love that. I, I love summing up the network marketing business model and being successful in it by like helping other people win by helping other people succeed success in this business is by way of helping a lot of other people get what they want zig ziglar i always drop this quote our business model in one sentence i forget the exact quote but it's something along the lines of if you help enough people get what they want you'll have everything you ever needed so in this business when you're outwardly focused we have a particularly health and wellness product business. When I can focus on helping people get healthy and helping people start a business that ultimately helps other people get healthy and thus my lever leveraging my impact, my positive ripples going way further beyond what I could possibly do on my own, the more people that Sandy and my yes to this business helps, the more successful we will be. It's a win-win scenario. It's not a win-lose scenario. So success is defined by the fruits around you. Do you look around and you see, you know, positive fruits of people being successful in business, maybe adding an additional stream to in of income to their family, maybe creating time in their life, maybe walking away from a, a job opportunity that they didn't want to do before, maybe finding good health and, and just living, maybe finding community where they're just like, in love with the community and what it has to offer. And we always say this, but entrepreneurship, and I think specifically network marketing, because the low barrier to entry is the best personal development, self development program in the world. You learn people, you learn leadership, you learn sales, you learn marketing, you learn the human dynamic, psychology, everything in between. And there's, you know, there's not a better program out there. You couldn't go pay and find a better program out there because naturally you do the do you take the action one of my favorite parts in this journey has been the person that i've become and watch the person i've watched other people become and one of my 
biggest mentor, someone I love so much, Rita Davenport. She was actually our first guest ever on Getting Magnetic. <laughs> she always says money isn't everything, but it's right up there with oxygen. And I think sometimes people in the social selling, network marketing, MLM space get kind of flashy with the money and people would be like posting their paychecks or like showing off their jet or their cars or whatever. And I think there's a tasteful way to do it just to touch on the money part of it. Because yes, the community part is my favorite. The person that you become, the leader that you become, the growth, like all that is my favorite. But to touch on the money part, like we need money to survive. And I remember I used to think making six figures a year was like massive. Like I'm like, oh my gosh, like six figures a year. And I remember the day when we got a pay stub that was more in one month than we used to make in a year. And when you see stuff like that, it's like, oh my gosh, I was playing small. I was believing into what society tells you, get the six-figure income, right? And I remember listening to a podcast actually that Eric Worre did on his GoPro podcast where he interviews top income earners from other other network marketing companies. And he was interviewing this gentleman that said, I used to think six figures was a lot for a year. And then I thought it was a lot for a month. And then I thought it was a lot for a day. And now we do seven figures a day. And I'm like listening to this guy and I'm like, whoa, that just <laughs> blew up my vision, you know? Yes. And obviously that's not typical and that's not easy. That takes a lot of hard work and consistency and a massive impact, but that isn't possible in any other realm. Like that is something an average human an average person, an ordinary person can only do through this vehicle. So the sky is truly the limit and the life that you want to build is there for you through the vehicle of network mm, marketing. So good. Thank you so much, Janine, for hopping on with us today. Janine mentioned a few amazing resources for either network marketers or people. Maybe you're listening and evaluating, huh? Maybe I should educate myself on this. It's one, the flip-flop CEO, incredible book. Two, does the shoe fit? Three, Janine has a podcast with her friend and partner, Laura, MLM You Decide. Those are amazing resources. We'll drop in the, in the show links. But Janine, could you speak a, a little bit on who are those four and then where can we connect with you? The books are for, the flip-flop CEO is for skeptics, for people that don't know anything about network marketing and want to understand it. Does the shoe fit is to help you decide if this is a good fit for you. And MLNU Decide is a resource that we are creating to, because there are so many half-truths that are out there about network marketing. And so we say that making a decision with half the truth could be the most expensive decision that you make. And so MLM, you decide is to provide the rest of the story. And we hope that network marketer marketers will share it with people um, that they think of that might benefit from knowing about it. You can find our books on Amazon in Audible, Kindle, or a hard copy or on our website, theflipflopceo.com. We also have a Facebook page and an Instagram community as well that we would love for you to be a part of. And MLM, you decide, can be found wherever you're, you find your podcasts. Awesome. Thank you so much. We'll drop all those links in the show notes for people to check out and share. But thank you so much, Janine. Thank you for doing the work you do, shining the light that you do in the world. We're just appreciative to now have you as a friend and, and in our network and in each other's corner. Just excited for what's to come. Grateful to know you. Thank you. Grateful to know you guys. Only those that can see the invisible can do the impossible. So remember, you are magnetic.